Welcome to today's People's Bank, Let's Talk Knoxville. I'm Perry Bell. On today's program, I speak with Heather Essery, Knoxville City Manager, about the City Council meeting. We're with Heather Essery, Knoxville City Manager, as we talk about the most recent City Council meeting. And uh, the first item was uh, recommendations on uh, regarding zoning for... Uh, duplexes and row house dwellings. Correct. So we have had a duplex that recently was built in the new East Village and it was brought to staff's attention through the development of that house that um, our city code currently, as it's written, does not allow for the subdivision of a duplex or row houses um, to separate owners. Um, we've just never had that come up over the years. Uh, and so with that new development, we wanted to make be sure we are making adjustments to our city code to allow those, as well as when the Veterans District um, become gets developed out, we are hoping for duplexes and row houses in those as well. And so um, the Planning and Zoning Administrator, Nathan Parch, he went reviewed that with Council. Um, it was approved by Planning and Zoning at their previous meeting. And so there will be an ordinance that comes forward on March 6th, and it will be to accommodate the division of duplexes and row houses to have separate owners. So a lot of that was language and... Yeah, it's language regarding setbacks. And so when there's a common wall in, in adjoining houses, we have to be able to justify that common wall that there's zero setbacks. And so that will be a, some language change in our city code to allow for that. Yeah, and to uh, make sure each residential area has their own sewer and all Correct. that as yep. well. Yep, their um, own private utilities is part of it as well so they are completely separate buildings that are adjoining by one wall but they are they are separate in every other capacity right. uh, next we move on to uh, knoxville housing needs assessment overview yeah so over the last year staff has worked with confluence regarding our housing needs assessment the last one that was done was in 2016 with marion county and so knoxville wanted to be able to update that for Knoxville moving forward with our developments. That is um, a key piece of, uh, the report is a key factor when speaking with developers in terms of justifying the need in housing that Knoxville is seeing. Um, it's one thing to, to tell them what we need housing, but when they actually see a report and an assessment that has been completed that shows that demand, um, they're more likely to possibly come here and develop. And so Abby reviewed the overall report. Um, she review the current and future trends as well as what the public input summary was and the final findings. Um, a lot of the discussion was around the population projections. Some of our current projects, um, such as the Kading development, um, kind of skews those because that is a large growth rate that we've had over the last year and from prior years. So um, the really we discussed what those realistic projections are um, over the next 10 years. Um, we're looking at population growth potentially around 8,660 by 2040, which is an estimate of about 56 units um, per year. Which really increases the community size. Yes, absolutely. And so when you, you know, looking at those, when we're talking about 200 units that we've had over the next year, um, that's, that's fantastic, but um, it's probably not realistic that we'll see that year after year. And so um, the 56 is 
a more realistic goal that we have. And that's per year, right? Correct. Estimated. Yeah. Following that, we have um, I Love Where You Live Project Presentation. Yeah, Hannah Vanderveer, this is a um, personal project that she has um, decided to pursue, and she recently presented the Love Where You Live project to Thrive, and Thrive, so basically the project is to create three murals around downtown, or around the community, sorry, um, and it will be all the theme is love where you live and so it's knoxville specific and in presenting it to thrive thrive um, is backing the project in terms of being the financial backing of that the in and the out of the funds um, we've hired a local artist and thrive will be funding the first of the three murals the first mural they would like to be on a public building and so that is the reason why it went to city council for approval they would like to be able to place the first mural on the ald park shelter house and uh so council was in favor of that and we will be working with hannah to move forward with a maintenance agreement it'll be similar to the agreement that the city approved when we had the large mural that uh, we won through the contest downtown and so it'll be a three-year maintenance contract and we'll bring that forward at a future meeting for council to approve and it sounds like there wasn't uh, a cost involved for the city correct yep it's just um, being approving the location being on a city building and a three-year commitment is that correct correct okay then we go to uh, downtown housing project update yeah the downtown housing project was a grant that the city received through ieda over the last year and this is for uh, three new rental units above candy's flowers and a and p and the project is now complete and they are requesting their final drawdowns from ieda and as well as the city's matching portion of that and since city is is the one that applied for the grant they have to request that from the city ourselves and so um, our economic development director glenn lyons provided an update on the project as well as um, just stating that it, they'll be receiving their final drawdowns then we go to a change order for uh, water reclamation Yep, there's currently the Water Reclamation Facility Improvement Grant that is underway, and we have our first change order for that project. A large portion of the change order was actually um, parts of a project overall, uh, like a boiler replacement. That was a significant portion of the change order um, that was budgeted separately by the city, but we have an SRF loan through Iowa Finance Authority for this project, and so we do drawdowns from that loan um, to be reimbursed for our expenditures. And so to be able to the, include that on this project, we had to provide a change order for those. Thanks to Heather Estery for joining us on today's People's Bank. Let's talk Knoxville. People's Bank in Knoxville, Plesmill, Carlisle, Indianola, and more. Service you expect from people you trust. Member FDIC. If you miss any of our Let's Talk programs, find them under the podcast section at knacarols.com and subscribe through Apple, Google, or Spotify to never miss an episode. That concludes today's Let's Talk Knoxville.